Hello, listeners. Welcome to the new episode of Sound Advice. Sound Advice. Hi. <laughs> what was that? What? That was just, hi. <laughs> Let me live. <laughs> hi, viewers. I'm Kirsten. <laughs> I'm Kelsey. Okay, I thought I was going to go last. Okay. We're going around the clock. Yeah, and I'm Marcus. All right, and today we have a lot to talk about. So go ahead and get us started, Marcus. All right, guys, for the first segment. We've got a new segment. Yeah, we do. Created by yours truly. It's called Yay or Nay. So in this segment, all we pretty much do is um, just talk about things that we would see if you guys would be down to try or not. All right. Quick segment. Sounds yeah. good. Sounds fun. Quick and easy. Painless. So first thing, would you guys be willing to try uh, nutrition studies or like taste tests, stuff that's like not been approved by the FDA or anything yet? Would you guys be down to try something like that? Is it paid? Uh, let's say yes Kelsey would try humans so. <laughs> hey <laughs> that's so weird out of context okay um, but go ahead Kelsey I don't know it, I feel like it depends on what it is but I mean if you're trying to get money and you're trying to like that moolah yeah if you want new things if you want that money then I mean go for it what do you mean by nutrition test they just feed you stuff yeah like for example I signed up for one and that's why I came up with it because um, usually when I thought about it, I was like, I'm not going to sign up for something like that. Cause they could be feeding me all sorts of whatever, you know, trying to kill me or something. But, uh, the one that they signed me up for was just this weird citrus beverage type thing. And I mean, it's not really going to hurt you. It's just trying to see what the effects it has on your body, which still sounds kind of scary, but I mean, I trust them. So I mean, whatever. Was it like a placebo thing or did it actually, actually have effects? Well, we're going to find out because I'm in the middle of the testing right oh. now. So uh, Maybe you shouldn't have told us this. This might be Marcus's last time on the podcast because he might die. Yeah. So Wait, I, how does I, that work? I, I'm interested. So you do it for how long? So I'm, it's like a three-week period. Dang. It's like the first week. I've already done the first week where it's just I'm not drinking the beverage. Then for the next couple of weeks, I pick up the beverage and I just drink it every day. Write down questionnaires about my health and like my, my diet behaviors and whatnot. And then at the end, they were going to like take like some blood stamp, blood sample and see, um, I guess, see my improvements or uh, not so much improvements. And then see, see uh, I guess, how much the product works or doesn't work. Something like that. What kind of product? Is it like a weight loss thing? Not really a weight loss thing because, you know, I don't need the weight loss. I'm, <laughs> I'm chilling. But uh, it's just to see, the, I guess, the, the health benefits of this citrus beverage. Did they tell you what the benefits should be, or is it up to you to like write down your? No, they told us the benefits. I just completely forgot what they were. Oh, so good. then it'll be like Great. actual results. You yeah, know? yeah. Nothing. I mean, this was like through UF, and I was like, "Yo, this is this is pretty official." So I'm digging it. Are you getting paid for it? I am. I'm getting paid ninety bucks by now. What? So Dude. hey, holla back, y'all. This is like, back. ooh, <laughs> hit me up with that citrus. Hey, how did hey, you find talk. this? Um, it was on a flyer, just some random flyer. <laughs> If you um go to the nutrition study area, do you know where that is? It's like near Rawlings Hall. Nope. Uh, well, it's somewhere over there. But like, yeah, just check over there. I can't give you directions. Dang, that's actually pretty nice though. But yeah, like every now and then they have flyers about uh nutrition studies and stuff that they're doing. So yeah, check it out. I know your old library that you worked at. It had like a bulletin board like in the hall, and yeah. they had a bunch of tests like that. And I used to look at those, but I never did any. Should have, man. Should have. I don't like, know. My I'd... eyes have been open. I'm totally down to do this nutrition study thing. I feel like that one's kind of tame, but some of them I think get out of hand. So if it's like more extreme, I probably wouldn't do it, like taking pills or something. But I don't know. I feel like if it's just like juice, it's like whatever. Yeah, exactly. And then like since they said it was a citrus beverage, I was like, I mean, how how bad can it be? It's supposed to be like some orange juice, you know? I'm going to be drinking Tampico or something. So Hopefully. But anyway, yeah. So I would say yes. What about you, Clark? Would you actually do it or not? Um, I feel like the only downside was like me like forgetting to do it True. and I wouldn't want to lie on the results. So um, I, I would, care. I would totally be into doing it, trying it though. I think that seems pretty simple. I just think I would forget easily is my thing. But, um, yeah, I, th I agree with the pill thing is like a lot of people do that if they have, you know, a disease or something they're like, Oh, it's, there's nothing to lose, which I get. <laughs> but for me personally, I wouldn't try anything like that. Um, but if it's food and it's something I think I would like, I would definitely go ahead and do it. Okay, okay. Interesting you said that about pills, though, because that was going to be one of my next uh, yay or nays. Would you guys be willing to try weight loss pills? I'm going to say nay on this one. I, I just feel like they're very problematic and probably, like, addictive. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know much about them, 
But like every story I've heard is just like really bad. Yeah. yeah, that's it's really interesting that people still take them, in my opinion, because I feel like all you hear is just like, oh, I took them. I was great. And then once I stopped, I immediately functuated. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I think at least for, I would say nay as well, because I think for weight, if you're not personally like, you know, eating well or exercising, anything else that you try is just going to stop working for you as soon as you end it. Yeah. Mm. And it's not healthy if you're not, you know, exercising, eating healthy. OK, OK. I mean, I haven't heard any uh, horror stories from. Uh, from people who've taken weight loss pills or anything, but I mean, I can only imagine that it wouldn't be so great for you. So I was kind of cautious to try them. I mean, I haven't tried them, so for me, it would be a nay as well. My roommate um, tried, I guess, recently she tried them, but it was interesting because she said it very like casually. But I, f- I guess it just depends on how you look at it or maybe like if you know other people on it. Because to me, I thought that was strange, but I get maybe to her, it was like, oh, I'm just doing this, you know, I'm trying it out. Like, Maybe some of her family does. I don't know. So I guess it just depends on. Um, Wait, your roommate said they tried it? Yeah. My roommate was like, oh, I'm doing weight loss pills. And I'm like, what? But, yeah, but wait, your roommates aren't overweight. I agree, but she, Muffy thinks she is. So I, I guess that's another dangerous thing, too, is like if you're not overweight and you're taking these, obviously, you know, that could be bad, you know, <laughs> health-wise. So um, that's another thing with – because, like, with exercise and diet, obviously that can – become extreme and not good but like at least eating well like if you're not overweight that's still gonna help you but weight loss pills if you're not overweight that could probably not help you I think even like other products that kind of simulate that like my mom used to be really big on like slim fast Mm -hmm. and so I think stuff like that even like you just can't cheat it like you can't cheat like the health benefits and like even if you do it's only temporary like you said like once you stop doing it like it's gonna come back and it's probably going to have like negative effects on you so i just think all that stuff like you should not just do it naturally if you want to lose weight but just like focus on your health yeah i just think i've never been that person that like believed any of that stuff works and Mm -hmm. to me it's crazy how many people do believe some of that stuff works like you know those rap things have you ever seen those like on what's that people like you know when people sell like a pyramid scheme kind of thing they sell stuff from a company yeah yeah um i've seen stuff on facebook where it's like a wrap a body wrap and um, literally, you just wrap this thing around your stomach, like, so many times. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yo, that is a straight-up fraud. Right? Straight-up fraud. And they're, like, selling them to their friends, like, and then there's a before and after picture. I'm like, this is such... I mean, yeah, they look great after because they hide in all that fat. <laughs> is it, like, a corset type thing? Almost. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much, a, it's just, like, a modern-day corset. Okay. And you just wrap it around you for maybe a certain amount of time, and then a few times a week? It's no, really No, you strange. just wrap it around you anytime you go out in public. True. <laughs> I feel like my grandma, though, like... She always recommended, like, when my sister got pregnant, my grandma said, like, after she had her kids, she would always wear, like, a corset, and, like, eventually the weight would redistribute. Oh, my God. So, like, she told my sister to do that, and I don't think my sister did, but I think that's interesting. That sounds so unhealthy. I know. Yeah, like, that, especially that after you're pregnant. Good. That yeah. does not sound good. Oh, my God. At least it's not while she was pregnant. <laughs> oh, yeah. That would have <laughs> oh, been... Stop. Oh, my God. That would have been wild. I mean, I, of course, it's, like, back in the day, like, they obviously were for... I mean, they were to make you the dress fit or whatever, yeah. but, like, they did have... Some it, it maybe it worked, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to go about it that way. Yeah, it's personally. Bad. Yeah. All right, so I guess that's what a unanimous nay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, last one. Uh-oh. Getting a little kinky. So, uh, <laughs> so the last one is: Would you guys buy adult toys in person, like in the store? You t- you walk it up to the cashier, and just say, "Yo, I'd like to purchase this." I feel. It's part of me when I think of this. I also think of like receiving something in the mail and you don't know how it's going to come packaged so i think like if you're in a store that sells these products and you want to buy this it's almost better to go to the cashier because that's what they expect like they don't care that you're buying this but like if your mailman like somehow sees your mail and that you're buying some terrible thing they're going to be like okay so i feel like in that regard i would almost rather buy it in person yeah but at the same time it's like a weird thing to go to a store um sorry to interrupt some 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 companies deliver to you pers- uh like what's the word like they discreetly package it on purpose so mm-hmm. like they're like your mailman won't know your mom won't know like buy from us so that's what i think is funny yeah, it's like yeah, a lot yeah. of companies do that actually um but i mean i feel like it's not a huge deal if you're in a store like you said made for it yeah um if you're going to like i don't know tweet about it obviously that's kind of weird to like share it with other people unless you're into that or something just purchase my toy from (laughs) toys.com but it's not embarrassing unless you make it embarrassing in my opinion so i would say 
like I wouldn't mind it. I don't think it's a big deal. Although with the discreet mail thing, like personally, I have dogs in my yard and mailmen <laughs> always leave boxes in my yard and the dogs just destroy it. So that would fall. Yeah, that would be so the so worst. Everybody on the street just sees your package. <laughs> your exactly. grandma walks out. She would. Oh no. But so I, I don't think I would ever actually That's really funny. Buy something like that. But I mean, you know, it's you gotta think about stuff like that. I mean, for me it's a really hard it's a really hard uh yes or no because I mean, like for guys, I mean, I know a lot of guys are really awkward just buying something as simple as like condoms from a store, you know? Like I guess maybe because it's the size and you know, guys are like, Oh, size matters, whatever. Anyway. But yeah, so like a lot of people are like feel weird about buying condoms from stores. And I'm like, if that's just like a condom, like, you know, how would a sex toy be like buying that from a store, you know? Especially guy adult toys. That'll be just that'll just be weird. But uh at the same time, like the alternative is kind of strange as well. Like online ordering seems like it's a better idea, but then at the same time, like if the mailman ever like sees that you're ordering online, it just totally adds a, a whole new dimension of like shade that's casted, you know? Yeah. And people use different cards. So like, you know, potential parents don't see their, you know, purchases from like an online, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah, they yeah. So specifically they get a different card or something, which is hilarious. Although I have to say, even for me, like if like kind of the equivalent of, I guess, condoms is like buying like even period stuff for like girls. Like, whenever I'm buying, like, pads or tampons or whatever, like, I always go to, like, the self-checkout because I'm like, I don't want to have people seeing all this. But it's nothing to be, like, ashamed of, but it's still, like, some weird sense of embarrassment. So I can't actually, like, picture myself buying something in a store, but I don't know. No, I, yeah, that is funny you bring that up because it is, like, a weird, even if it's, like, a female cashier, mm-hmm. it's still, at least for me and I guess for you too, but, like, it's still, like, nah, which is annoying, like, that we think like that. Yeah. Because I think we're just trained to think like that. Mm-hmm. Um. But, um, yeah, it's yeah. just personal products, you know, personal products are, uh, are personal. I mean, and that's all that there really is to it. So but it's like I can see why. Them. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Especially for like, you know, women products like that, you know, tampons and stuff. I mean, it's like everybody has it. So I don't see why, you but know, it's such a stigma. People go crazy. Like in high school, like if you like drop your pad on the floor, <laughs> people think it's just a very weird thing that like, especially younger people just. Go crazy over and guys especially like guys just like, what do not that? have it. Yeah, they're like what? <laughs> it's like relax. <laughs> I'm no, sure for real. Even I like remember grown that. adults. Yeah, That's I remember true. that back in high school, man. The guys would go crazy when um when anything that had to do with like periods or pads or anything like that would actually like surface because I guess guys just didn't know. You know, it was like health class one one for them. Yeah, I remember in high school. Not to keep going on the subject, but um, there was this girl and she would keep her tampons in like a glasses case and I think one day like she had it just on her desk for some reason and like some guy walked over and like opened the glasses case for whatever reason and he was like terrified like he threw them and they went everywhere and I was like why are you making a big deal about this it's such a weird thing that's so he threw why would why would you throw them like it's like something to be scared of that's I, hilarious. I don't know he and then here's the thing about it like I mean like pads they look like band-aids like giant band-aids really so like I don't <laughs> see why they? he'd be like I mean, that's what it looks like to me. So, like, I don't see why, like, you know, you'd be, like, scared of it or anything. Like, oh, my God. It just looks like, you know, you got this really huge, you know, cut and you have to cover it. And they're also not used. They're brand new. Like, what's your yeah. what's your problem? Yeah. Like, so, I mean, people have been, they'd be tripping about that stuff, man. That's a good kind of, I know it doesn't really look like a bandage to me, but, like, in that sense where it's just, like, a health product, like, chill out. Yeah. But, uh, so the, <laughs> so the adult <laughs> toys. Yeah. To get back on track. I'd say yay if you want to go for it. Who cares? Um, but at the end of the day, I don't even see myself going into one of these stores without being embarrassed, I feel. But so um, I overall, I would say nay. Like, I mean, I could see myself going into the store just to see what they have. But like to personally, like actually bring up a toy and be like, yo, I want to buy this. I just can't see myself doing that. Yeah. So I'd have to say nay, too. Two nays, one yay. All so right, hey. mixed views. Mixed reviews. Do it if you want. If you don't want to, hey, don't do it. There that's you go. My opinion. That is that good advice. <laughs> Sound advice. But yeah, that's yay or nay, our new segment. So look out for that in the future. Yeah, yeah. All right, on to our next segment. Tips Appreciated is back. <gasps> yes. Let's get it. Today we're going to talk about arguments, which, you know, is kind of broad. But basically the question is, what do you do in a heated situation when you're in an argument with someone? Could be anyone. Your friends people you don't know that well, like, how do you react, and and then in turn, like, how you can better react in the future? 
Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. All right, so first first uh, tip here is know your facts in the argument. True. Seems obvious, but I feel like a lot of people argue, and then they, they don't know what they're talking about. Um, so don't just start spewing stuff if you aren't sure of what you're saying. Like, be confident in not knowing is is what I would say. Um, be confident in not knowing? Yeah, like, if what I'm saying is, like, if you don't know something, be confident to say, wait, I don't actually know. Like, oh, okay. Instead of... Because I feel, at least even for me, like if I'm wrong, but like I'm, it's a really heated argument, I'm gonna act like I'm, I'm right, yep. just to keep going and just <laughs> to like win. Yeah, and then yeah, the other yeah. person's like, "Oh, let me look it up," and yep. you're like, oh, "Get the receipts." No. But or also, if you don't know and they look it up and you're worried and then you get it wrong, like True. it's a big thing. So I feel like knowing your facts is really important. Yeah. Yeah, you always gotta know your facts, but I mean, I could totally understand, you know, why people like will hold on to stuff even if they know that they're wrong, just because like it's an ego thing, you know, yeah. like you don't wanna. To, to bite the bullet it's like, yeah, all right, I'm wrong, you know. So I understand, but, I mean, it's not the right thing to do. I feel like that's one of my, like, biggest flaws is, like, I don't let it go, mm-hmm. even when, like, I know I'm in the wrong. But I'm trying to work on it, and I think other people should work on it. I feel like it's something that we all have. Like, almost none of us, like, are just willing to be like, oh, yeah, I'm wrong, you know. Yeah, you got me on that one. Especially if it's, like, a close friend or, like, someone you're in a relationship with, like, or even, like, a parent sometimes, I feel. It's, like, you get into something, and then you're, like, you're really in that moment you're really sure of yourself right mm-hmm. and then obviously someone can look it up or whatever but like i definitely think ego thing and then just also like you sometimes you just think you're right even though you're not and you just you really believe you're right yeah i read something recently where it was like when you are arguing you shouldn't like prioritize your ego like you should care about like the relationship like that's the point of arguing is to like come to the same conclusion mm-hmm. and it shouldn't be like you holding on to something that's false it should be you trying to like compromise with the other person so in that way i think yeah like you should learn to let your ego go yeah yeah i mean in my philosophy class my teacher would say that uh argumentation is supposed to be a cooperative enterprise it Mm -hmm. should not be like a you know fighting like i'm against you you're against me it should be like we're both working together to get to a goal that we can both agree on right so i guess that's the biggest thing about arguments in general you know it's like when you have an argument with somebody it's not like you know all right, we both disagree, so let's find a way to see, you know, what what the best answer is. It's usually like, you know, I disagree with you, and so we're going to fight it till one of us says we're right, you know? And I think what's worse about that is, like, a lot of times the other person is just, like, brush it off and be like, okay, yeah, you're right, even though they're not. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's, you know, not good in the long run, obviously, because the person thinks they're right for no reason. Maybe their ego gets boosted up for no reason. And, like, if you're fighting a particular person that, like, you know they always say they're right, or a lot of people just say they're right, you know, don't be afraid to be like, okay, no, actually, here's what, what it is. Um, and if you say that in a calm way, you know, maybe you'll get around to them eventually. Yeah. But, think, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, I think it's okay to, like, also just agree to disagree sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody has to be right. Like, you can just be like, this is my opinion, and this is your opinion, and nobody's going to change it. But we can, like, discuss it and be like, hey, this is why I think you're not right or whatever. But as long as you do that, I think, you know, you can come to some sane conclusion yeah that's one thing i think is always interesting like arguing about opinions because i mean they're not right and they're not wrong Mm -hmm. like it's not a fact it's just an opinion but like i mean we constantly argue about it and like i mean of course like you're gonna want people to have your opinion on stuff but i mean at the same time like you know not everybody's gonna have it so sure you could try to sway people on your opinions but then at the same time just know at the end of the day even if you don't like yo it's, it's it's not a fact it's not it's nothing but an opinion like and that's onto a kind of the next tip is if it's about your perceptions, then you guys should not be arguing in the first place. Like, stop arguing. So kind of perceptions, um, I was doing some research and stuff, and what it said was, if you think something is red and they think it's orange, neither of you will ever change your mind. So, I get, you know, like an opinion or perception, you know, if, if someone really thinks what they think, no matter how much you talk to them, they're not going to change their mind. And if you're both very, very... Um, set on one point you know at one point you got to realize like the arguing is not going anywhere mm-hmm. yeah that's just what it is i mean like it's one thing to argue about facts but then like if you're trying to argue about an opinion it's just going to be a fight because you can't really change how you feel about something i mean i mean you can change how you feel but like if that's really how you feel about it then like you know them saying oh it's not that then you know you're not going to change and again like you can discuss both of your sides but it doesn't have to be like an argument like you'd be like here's what i think here's what they think and that's it yeah there's a difference between fighting and arguing Mm -hmm. yeah our argumentation like i mean we use it in a way that's fighting but like what it's supposed to be is just like cooperative i guess working together to get a disagreement to common ground 
Right. So fighting would be more like just yelling at each other, like your point, you're not going to change it. You're not going to try and change it. Um, and then just arguing like about facts or about not perceptions because people hold those, a lot of perceptions people hold close to them. And you know, you might even offend them enough to where they're going to lose friendship with you. So if you're going to, you know, you don't want to risk a friendship to that level, I would say personally. So, um, if you feel like it's just getting escalated and you kind of, in that moment, you kind of step back and say like, okay, this is something that they're definitely not going to change their mind on. Just calm down and just, you know, I think you should be the bigger person to move on from it. I think that's good advice, but also like if their perception is something like really terrible, I don't think you should like care about really losing the friendship sometimes. Like, I mean, if they're like, I like murdering babies and I think it's okay. Like you should probably be like, um, I don't think so. But yeah, it definitely, obviously it like depends on what the, the argument is, but I definitely agree. Like if, if it is something that their perception affects how they look at you or if they look at make them look at you or people you know in a negative light or just morals that you have then yeah for sure like maybe re-question that friendship yeah i respect that i mean and then the even the thing about that is um because i was going to say earlier that we should like keep our emotions in check because it's easy to get mad in an argument but like we're not supposed to or at least we shouldn't get mad but then if you're talking about something where it's something like actually offensive that's being argued about then I mean I can see you getting upset at the very least. So I mean it's try I try to say like yo don't get, don't get upset. But then if it's something offensive like I can understand. Just try to make sure that it doesn't get too out of hand. I guess right. So you're not just you know brawling in the streets. But uh, but yeah that's what I'd say. And I think you have to like and within yourself realize what your boundaries are in terms of people's perceptions or morals. Like I said. Um, you know, if you can still be friends with someone who has this specific view, then obviously you're fine. You don't have to, you, you know, not to bring that topic up or something. But if someone ca- kind of crosses that line in an argument, then you can rethink that. Yeah. And that's kind of along the lines of our third point, which is like, try to keep your emotions under control, which is like easier said than done. But I don't know, like you can just try to stay neutral. I think that would be best in an argument. But again, like if somebody says something offensive, I can see you being offended. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean. But definitely keep your emotions under control if, you know, what you're arguing about is just worthless. Like, if you know that you're arguing about something stupid, like, it doesn't make any sense. And, like, that's, like, you know, a big problem that a lot of couples have especially Mm -hmm. is, like, they'll be arguing over something so silly that it just doesn't even make sense that they're even arguing about it. And then they get so mad that, like, it can actually jeopardize their relationship. And, I mean, it's just unnecessary. Unnecessary risk of relationship, risk of happiness and all that stuff. So just keep it on lock you know keep it locked down and a lot of relationships end in like really silly ways like people say oh it ended because we fought over who was doing the dishes Mm -hmm. and then it'll just build up from there so even with emotions but also like stay in that moment don't bring back old stuff that you used to fight about like that argument specifically is supposed to be about you know that situation you're in so i think kind of um throwing back stuff from the past just to do it and to hurt them obviously that won't get you anywhere and a real, try and realize in the moment if there's more to it that they're trying to say too. Like maybe they're probably not arguing about the dishes. Maybe they're trying to say something else, but they're not directly saying it. Or maybe they're wrong about something else. So with emotions, like control yours, but also try and see like why they're so emotion. They could be so emotional about their side as well. Yeah, and I think when tempers flare, people do tend to you know say things they don't mean. Ooh, I like that tempers flare. <laughs> I haven't heard flare. that in a while. That's really? nice. Um. I don't know. I think people like if anything, if the other person you're arguing with, like you see them getting angry, like maybe try to diffuse the situation. Like maybe even yourself apologize. Not like not don't maybe don't say like, you know, you're right if they're not right. But like just try to bring down the situation. And I I think that does make you the bigger person, honestly, because Mm -hmm. if you're kind of taking control of the situation, I think that makes the other person realize really quickly too how silly the argument may be or how emotional they're getting for no reason. Um, especially if you're the, I feel like when you're in an argument, if the other person's really civil and you're just getting, um, really emotional and stuff, you kind of look silly to yourself after the fact. So, um, just, yeah, just both sides. If, if your emotions are in control, then you can kind of try and control them as well. Wait, that's really funny that you talked about that though, Clark, because, um, I mean, I've seen that all the time. So somebody in the argument is being civil and then the other person's getting angry. Right. Mm -hmm. But then. 
just the fact that the person's being civil makes the other person angrier, mm-hmm. you know? That's true. And, like, that's happened to me, too. Like, there's times where I was the civil person and times where I was the angry person. And, like, you know, when I was the angry person, seeing somebody being civil would just make me angrier. You know, I'd be like, why aren't you passionate yeah. about this? You know, why are you just being so neutral about this, you know? So, but, yeah, if you can, just try to keep it under control. And uh, I know that you're going to get ticked if somebody is being civil about it and you're not. But uh, just just try to hold it down. Because, like, you look back on it and you would be like, wow, I, I acted like a jerk. Yeah, and, and that point, too, is um, in that moment you hate it, but at the end you're like, okay, wow, this person really, you know, either means a lot to me or I respect how they were in the argument. Yeah, you'll definitely respect that. And if you're that angry, maybe you should just leave the room or leave the situation, you know, for that time. Um, I learned in my communications class, like, if it's escalating that much, maybe – you guys just say like, okay, we'll talk about this at a different time because the emotions are way too high. Um, and maybe you're talking about it at a time, maybe they just got home from work and they're, they had a stressful day and then you're going to say like, wash the dishes, you know? So try and if it's not working out that situation, obviously in the middle of an argument, this is difficult, but like if you both are really, really emotional, maybe be like, all right, let's cool down alone for a minute and then come back to this. I think on the other side of anger, what I tend to do, which is probably not good, is like, I'm not civil, but I kind of get more irritating by like laughing at the situation. All the time. <laughs> yeah, Kirsten knows. But like, if somebody's annoyed, like, I think I just get so uncomfortable that I start like poking fun at it. And then I'll just like make awful jokes and like I won't stop. And that makes the person like really angry and they don't like it. But uh, I, th- I feel like that's my way of diffusing the situation, but it often makes it worse. Now, so. I've got family who's like that. Like, uh, one of my family members will definitely, anytime they're in an argument, at least they might not do it the way you do it, but mm-hmm. I know that uh, they will, for example, if they hear something that they think is just, you know, completely wrong, they'll just laugh, you know? It's like they'll be saying something like, you know, this is how I feel, and then they'll be like, ah, ha, 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 that's funny. And then that would just totally, like, run them off. Like, they'll just they'll just get even more ticked, so. Yeah, I don't know if I do that, but I do think it's along the same lines of, like, it kind of comes across as mocking almost. Yeah, like, it's you're like not mocking taking them, it yeah. as seriously as they are, but I don't know. I, I think, oh, go ahead. No, you say. Well, I think... Like, to one of the points that I saw was, like, remember they have emotions mm-hmm. and remember, like, they are human as well, which is, like, obviously people know. But if something, just kind of frame their situation, their life, their experiences into this argument and kind of even the time frame, like I said, when are they talking to you? Um, and just remember, like, you could you were probably also in that situation before of, like, being extremely angry and someone's kind of... Um, almost ignoring the problem by trying to like diffuse it too much mm-hmm. or in a, in a strange way. Maybe you think they're like the other person might feel like, Oh, they're ignoring it or they don't care. So yeah, I just think maybe trying to look at the other person's perspective might help a little bit. Definitely. Yeah. Walk a couple miles in another person's shoes. You'll see what's up. <laughs> Thanks Marcus. <laughs> that was good. Um, and then the fourth tip, this is very obvious, but listen. So I feel like in an argument, a lot of people kind of will tune out, what the person's saying just to kind of build up what they're going to say in their head, hmm. which is kind of understandable in an argument. You want to have good points. You want to like quote win the argument, but if you're not, if you're not listening to what they're saying and like where they're coming from and you just kind of go back, re- what's the word, have a rebuttal like really quickly, maybe it not even be related to what they're saying, but their overall point, but you're not listening to like the details of it. Um, you could kind of maybe have the same agreement, but you don't even realize it because mm-hmm. you're fighting about something else with it. I think this happens a lot in our group chat. Like people will be arguing like over each other, but at the end of the day, you're like, oh, I'm actually arguing the same thing you are, but we're just like mad for different reasons. Yeah. So they could be mad about a different situation or a different part of something, you know, and you're mad about a different, another part of it. Yeah. And I think it's like rooted in miscommunication. So again, like you need to listen and hear what they're saying so you don't sound stupid yourself. Yeah. A wise man named Rollsafe once said, listen. I don't think you're listening. Oh. Boom, bada bing, bada bang. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Do you guys know Roll Safe? Nope. Yeah, well, he's a meme. But uh, (laughs) anyway. uh, Yeah, but I mean, what he said is true. Like, I mean, listen, I don't think you're listening. I mean, if you're not listening, then you're not going to get the point. So definitely. I mean, listening is crucial to to having a conversation, not just an argument. Any kind of conversation needs listening. Um, I think for an argument, too, or more when it turns into a fight, is people just try to go back and forth as quick as possible. Because mm-hmm. if you take a minute to think, then you look silly, you know, in the eyes of the other person, or you feel embarrassed because you're not prepared. 
So if you're actually having just kind of a conversation or more of just like a civil argument, it's okay if you take time. It's more when it gets heated and stuff that like you want to you want to respond as quick as possible instead of responding kind of to what they're actually saying. Yeah, that's that's definitely a problem. It's like when you think about it, I mean, when you're having an argument and people like are actually like I mean like a real argument, not like a a quarrel, like an actual like, you know, debate. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you're laying out your, you know, your facts and your uh your reasons to believe this, reasons to believe that. I mean, it wouldn't make sense for them to be able to instantly think of why that's incorrect. Yeah. You know? So like you had, like you really need time to really process and think, okay, you know, what about this is incorrect or what about this uh, should be questioned and stuff like that. So, you know, when we like just actually argue like in reality, like we just immediately just blurt out, oh, no, that's not right. That's not right. And we don't even have reasons for it yet, you know, half the time. So, I mean, just really just lay back and like let it simmer and then, think about it you'll probably get a reason that actually makes sense for why you don't agree with their point and here's another thing learning communications class it's very like i feel like it'd be hard to actually do if you're arguing but it could help friendship or like relationship so someone brings up something like the dishes are never done like obviously these are very i'm keeping up like really small points but the dishes are never done like you need to do some do so, the dishes suck <laughs> So instead of, you know, spending all this time arguing, you guys sit down together and come up with like different, a whole, all these different solutions you can think of. Like even if they're like joking, because it kind of brings the mood down to from anger to just like humor. Mm-hmm. Um, like, oh, I'll wash them outside or something. Like very stupid. <laughs> like, <laughs> just think, even if it's stupid, just Do like it outside, so can... <laughs> write down all of these different solutions, you know, to this problem. Mm-hmm. And then again, this is kind of a drawn out to, uh, helpful thing but and then try it out for like a week and then if it's still not working for one of you one of you has to feel the respect from the other or like in this relationship you realize you can talk so one of you speaks up says this isn't working let's try something else from our list and then you keep going like that until you find something that works for both of you now obviously this is more for like a relationship i'd say just because you know you're with that person all the time maybe it's problems like that but um that goes back to just listening and like seeing what they actually want out of a problem rather than yelling back at them. Yeah, so just listen as intently as you do to sound advice. <laughs> yeah, I think that makes sense. And that- just Marcus was just thinking of that the whole time. Just <laughs> probably. <laughs> but uh, yeah, step five, uh, do your dishes outside. <laughs> uh, step five, do the dishes in general. <laughs> True, though. But yeah, so final thing is just have faith that it can be resolved. So again, like, write down the solutions, act on the solutions. Maybe it like won't be resolved the way you want it but like compromise yeah i mean chances are like when you're arguing it's gonna be something simple because like most of our arguments i can't give you a percentage but like i'd say over like 60 percent of our arguments are like just for nothing you know something just silly that we're talking about so i mean if it's like that i mean just yo don't trip about it it's all good you know and for me if i'm in like in a bad mood i'm i get more argumentative so i'll just argue about more stuff for no reason True. and like i know there's no reason to it but i'm just like in a very annoyed mood you know mm-hmm. so i just want to like yell or like fight back with someone and um oh, i keep hitting this and so i think if you i know this is not really with this point but like if you're in an annoyed mood try and make yourself like okay maybe i just won't te- talk to anyone right now and just like until this passes um, just be very aware of yourself and get more aware of yourself and how you act in an argument when you're upset. And then you can kind of gauge other people's reactions. That's smart. Yeah. Good, good idea. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah. And if you have faith, it can be resolved, you know, like don't go into it saying like they're, we're going to think oppositely. No one's going to change our minds and it's just going to be this big mess. Like maybe go into it thinking. Like, oh yeah. That's a huge point. That's a huge point. Yeah. Thank you. Like definitely go into an, uh, a situation open-minded. Yeah. Like if you go into an argument closed minded, you're going to you're going to leave it the same way. So like if you're going to have a discussion where you're like, you know, throwing ideas, you have to be open to the other ideas. You know, that's yeah, true. Like if you have maybe it's a group project, you have ideas and then someone else has ideas and you're immediately like, well, that's stupid. You know, even if it's to yourself, like that's be open. I know that kind <laughs> of is me, too. <laughs> um, and I try not to do that because like maybe their idea as a whole isn't great, but like we can take parts of each one. And put them together and make something even cooler. So just hold back the judgment, maybe. True. And again, compromise. Like, maybe everyone's right, but you can all come together and have one big right salad. Right salad. (laughs) 
But actually, not to keep going at this point, but um, in communication class, they say, like, instead of we always are focused on compromising, but we can also do win-win way more than we think we can. Um, so where, because compromise is more of, like, both people are actually losing something. True. Um, but win-win, if you think of, like, the sit down, think of stuff, like, a lot of stuff you can actually both be 100% happy. But the thing with that is it takes a lot more time to, like, think of the solutions, and that's why a lot of us don't get to that point. Um so, for example, she had someone was studying and then the roommate was bringing over friends to watch a show. And the compromise was like, fine, well, we'll, uh, now I can't remember the story. We'll watch the show in our room instead of the living room. But, like, the other roommate was still annoyed because he could hear it through his wall. So that was not a great compromise. Um, and then, you know, like, their win-win was like, oh, we'll watch it at the other friend's house. You can study here, but the next week you'll go to the library, we'll watch it here. And, you know, that could be a win-win if and obviously it's very situational how you guys uh, think of one wins mm-hmm. but maybe take the time to try and um just just find the one wins instead of go straight to the compromise that makes sense but uh yeah i think with that you should know how to argue and be civil about it yeah now you are ready to go into the real world you and, uh, you ready to go fight yeah you're ready to get in some real argumentation in the ring <laughs> But this leads us to our last segment, and we are bringing back, hypothetically speaking, from last week. (laughs) And that's the segment where we talk about hypothetical situations and what we may or may not do in them. Dun-dun. So this week, all right, Love this segment. (laughs) All right, hypothetically speaking, we'll start with this. Okay. You're walking in Target. In in Target? Yep, in Target. Okay, okay. (laughs) Could be anywhere, but we're in Target. I like Target. Me too. That's why I picked Target. That truck is expensive, man. I can't afford Target. All right, so Marcus is in the dumpster outside. <laughs> <laughs> He's the one about to do what you're about to do. At least we'll be in like a all right, no, no, but, Walgreens. Okay. No, Walgreens is bad too. All right, all right, all right. All right anyway, we're in Target. <laughs> all right, so you're walking through the clothing section. You're walking around. You're enjoying the clothes. They look cute. They look nice. You're going to try some on. But then you look over, and somebody is stealing a shirt. <gasps> and they're putting it underneath their own shirt or in their jacket or something. They smart. And they are leaving. They are not going to pay for it. Do you do anything? That's the question, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I guess. Let me see. I don't know. I would probably say uh, I'd probably not do anything. Just Honestly. Like, oh, go ahead. I mean, yeah. I mean, first off, I mean, if they really going to steal like a you know, $10 shirt, hey, y'all broke and you need, you need you just need it. You know, go take it, whatever. And it's like Target's really not going to lose that much money off the shirt. But then it's like, you know, also it's more for like a safety thing. Because it's like if I like, you know, it's probably not a big deal with a shirt. But like if it was something else, for example, and I'm like, yo, hey, this guy's stealing something, you know, like he might try to do me some harm, you know. And I'd be like, yeah, I'm not trying to go through that. Just take it and leave. Like I'm going to be over here doing my thing. So if we change the hypothetical to be like he's stealing a laptop. I don't know if Target sells laptops. Let's make it like iPad. Like Target, the dude is stealing an iPad. You yeah, don't bring I'd, it up be, I'd be a little more willing. I'd be more willing to uh, to talk about something like that, and just because it's a lot of money, and I mean, you know, as like as a person who they say, what is it? Uh, capability gives you responsibility, something like that. So like, if you are capable, then you are given the responsibility. So it's like, if you saw the situation, then you're capable of telling somebody about it. So therefore, you're responsible to do it, and so I would feel the responsibility to do it. Now, if I would still do it, uh. I'd be more willing, but I don't. I don't know for sure. Would you confront them or like confront an employee? Chances are, I'd probably confront like you know one of the cashiers or something okay. like that first before I'd be like, "Hey, bro, what you doing? You know, put that down." Because trust me, he'd be like, "Hey, I put that down, and then I put this gun to your head." <laughs> oh my god! Hey. All right, what about you, Kirsten? Um, for the shirt, I definitely probably wouldn't say anything because I feel like knowing myself in that moment, I'd be so shocked, and I would just like text people. What just happened? True. And yeah, then we, I we, we get that on Snapchat. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> you start filming it. This okay. guy's stealing a shirt. It's lit. You stealing? <laughs> but um, yeah, I think I would just be so shocked that I would like would just let everyone know and probably tweet about it. And then I feel like if I said something, it'd probably be way too late. Like mm-hmm. I'd walk around for twenty minutes and be like, okay, before I leave, I'm gonna say something. And True. then the guy's gone. Yeah, that guy who was here like an hour and a half ago. Yeah, he stole a shirt. <laughs> Literally, that's like. You know, like me preparing to like answer a question in class. It's like me preparing True. to tell someone someone stole. So, um, and then the iPad. Um, 
First of all, it'd be very hard to steal an iPad, so that's pretty impressive. <laughs> that's um, true. Props to them. They can keep it. <laughs> Some gigantic pockets. Bonus points. But I feel like as soon as he left, I'd hopefully tell the person, like the, what is it, like the tech guy in that yeah. band. <laughs> um, so I wouldn't, I would definitely, I would be shocked, but I think I'd be like, well, so shocked I should definitely do something about this. So I feel like I wouldn't do it when he's like in sight because I'd be, again, I'd probably be kind of scared. Mm-hmm. But like as soon as like he walks away from that section, I'd, I'd tell the guy probably. True. But uh, I just can't imagine, I don't know, I can't imagine seeing that. It would be so weird. What about you, Kelsey? What would you do? I think I'd probably do the same thing. Like once I was with, I won't name him, it's Cliffy, right? Yeah. Uh, once I was with Cliffy and Cliffy stole a hat randomly off the shelf at Walmart and, like, I didn't say anything, obviously. Um, was this your friend or was this just some dude? It was not necessarily a friend, but somebody I know. Okay. Um, but, uh, so I didn't say anything, but, like, I looked down on him. But, yeah, mm-hmm. if he, like, was to take an iPad, I'd be like, yo, what? But that brings me to the next hypothetical. Like, what if it's somebody you know? Like, what if it's a brand new friend? You're going out with them for the first time. You're just chilling at Target, like one does, and they steal an iPad. <laughs> an iPad? Oh my god! Now, if it was a friend or like a new friend, new friend, I would be uh, more willing to confront them if yeah. I know them. You know, I'd be like, "Yo, what are you doing?" Because like, you know, we already have, you know, some kind of relationship where we t- where we like talk to each other. You know, it's like it's the fact that I would be going to like a stranger and saying something like that's that's a little weirder than like talking to somebody, even if it's just you know like a new friend. Mm-hmm. But I'd be more willing to say something to that. Now, like if it was like a good friend, mm-hmm. that was the next know. one. <laughs> Might help him steal it. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. But uh, no, you ain't. well, depends on how good the friend and how. Stages. <laughs> I knew he wasn't kidding. But uh, but like if it was a good friend, I'd be like ah whatever. Like you know, do what you want, man. But like what? if you're going down, I ain't going with you. It's like the opposite for me. Like if it was a cl- if it was not a close friend, I feel like they stole it right and we're they're like oh come on i'd be like i would just like stop probably and be like what are you doing yeah and like try and make a scene kind of yeah like mm-hmm. if it's something that like i know he's gonna get caught doing i'd be like yo don't do this because nah, like, even if i knew he didn't like caught. if i knew you wouldn't get caught i'd be like ah screw it just do what it. <laughs> why does it make it different if you kind of know them versus a stranger just because like if you know the dude like enough to talk to him because like you know you already like, yeah you talk him out of it i would assume yeah you'd be able to talk to him but like I don't know. Something about people who you just don't talk to. It's like, you know, why are you talking to me is the first thing. And then, like, the next thing is, like, you're talking to me to confront me about this. And then it's just, like, the unknown that you don't know, you know, what they're capable of, which is the other thing with, like, the acquaintance type thing. Like, I'd be scared to know what he's capable of since I don't really know him like that. But I'd be at least willing to talk to him since, like, you know, we're on talking terms. What if, like, he refuses to listen to you and he's about to walk out the door? Do you do anything? Nine one one. What's your emergency? <laughs> nah, yeah, more like um, I don't know. I mean, if he's gonna walk out the door, then I mean, yo, whatever. You know, you're not gonna listen to me. Whatever. You're, you're not gonna terrible. listen to me. Like, so what you gonna do? I guess I could, you know, tell the cashier. But yeah. <laughs> but like, like I said, like especially if it's like a, a dumb shirt. Like I'm like, yo. No, we're talking about iPad. This oh, time. this we're talking about the iPad. Okay. Yes. Even then, I'd be like, well, the bus is gonna go off. They're gonna catch him. But what if it doesn't and they just walk away? Then I'd be like, uh, I'd probably go to security. I'd probably go to security. I would. Sound like I would. <laughs> I would. Like, I'd wait, like, to see, like, you know, if he's really, like, going to take it out the store. Because, you know, some people change their minds, you know. But, like, if I see he's really about to take it out the store, then I'd be like, you know, go to security. Yo, this guy's taking his junk, you know. Tackle him. See, I feel like for me, if it was a new friend, like, I would care less about them. And I'd be like, yo, you put this back or I'm going to call security. Yeah, I agree. But if it's, like, a close friend, I'll be like, um, what are you doing? And, like, try to talk to them. I don't know what I would do if they, like, refuse, though. I would just be like, um, Not okay. close friend no more. Yeah, see ya. Nah, I used to be like, yo, we could smuggle, like, two of these iPads out of here. Stop it. I don't so, your logic is very confusing to me. Because, like, you're saying if it's a stranger, you can't talk to them, you're scared of them. But if it's your friend, you I don't understand. I mean, like, if it's a good friend of mine, like, I mean, you know, of course, like, I wouldn't want them to steal because, you know, it's, it's not If right it was a good steal. friend, though, I feel like I could convince them not to. Yeah. Be like, like, most of my friends I can't convince, but, like, if they're, like, you know, if they're adamant about it, then I'll be like, all right, I mean, you know, I'm not going to do nothing about it. Like, you my dog. I'm not going to tell on you. I'm not going to call the policia. That's strange. I don't know. I mean, what? It's so, like, if if uh if you and Clark were up in a Target uh-huh. and then Clark's about to take an iPad, what would you do? I would 
I don't know. I would be very upset. <laughs> I'd be like, Kirsten, you need to stop. I'm going to call your mom. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, oh, no, put it back. <laughs> but I don't know. Like, if she continued to, like, walk out of the store, I don't know. I would just, I would not understand. I don't know if I would do anything. I mean, I, especially if she's your ride. True, though. <laughs> Although you, yeah, oh, my God, if that was a ride, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> I'm like, you're, if, if you don't come with me, I'm, I'm leaving you here. <laughs> call an hey, Uber. You walk at home, girl. I don't, that would be a strange situation. Uh, yeah, if it was, I know, I well, if it was a close friend, I would, I would definitely just try and talk to them, and I feel like I could probably convince them. And like, I feel like I would not be able to let them like walk out with it. Though. Yeah, like I would freak out. So, because I'm like, because I know like, well, first of all, it would make me think rethink the whole friendship. Mm-hmm. But also like, if they get in trouble, that's a huge deal, and I care about them. So yeah. Yeah, don't steal anything, though, people. True. Don't pickpocket. But on the subject of what Marcus was saying, like, the corporation in reality is not going to lose a lot. So, like, if somebody is, like, suffering and they pickpocket something, I don't think that's the worst thing in the world. But, yeah, don't don't steal anything. Yeah, it's not for the best, but, like, really, like, Target's is really not going to miss that, that T-shirt or even iPad money. Like, they got hella money. So. It's more that the employees can get in trouble if, like, on their clock someone yeah. stole something. Um, so it's kind of like, you know... It's a little risky because the employees might get in trouble. Yeah, that's what I was going to mention. Like, if it's an employee who's making, like, minimum wage and they're going to get, like, in trouble for something you've done, like, that's just stupid. Like, don't do that to them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, one of my biggest things would be, like, if my friend wants to steal and, um, you know, I couldn't convince him otherwise, the only thing that would really make me, like, you know, upset about him stealing would be, like, you know, if him stealing would get me in trouble, too. So it's like if we came together and then like you know we're leaving together and then like he stole something, then of course like I'd be ticked because like I'd be like yo I could go to jail for something stupid like this that you just want to steal you know, so I'll be mad about that. But like if like you know he's just some dude even if he's my friend and like you know but he just didn't come with me like we're not leaving together and I can't convince him I'd be like well I mean whatever screw it just do it so and try not to get caught. You just call the cops like it's not that hard just because they don't listen to you you can call the cops. Yeah, but that's my boy. Marcus. Not no mo. Marcus has no morality unless it concerns him. <laughs> hey, like I said, oh, it's man. It's so interesting like way to think. But also I don't think I would ever call the cops in a situation. Like I would just talk to the employees. Like cops is extreme. Not if it's an iPad. You tell the employees yeah. on Clark? That's not extreme if it's an iPad. That's like 300 400 bucks. I, mean, I feel like I would leave it to the store to call them. Like I wouldn't personally be like 911 somebody stealing an iPad. I mean, I would tell employees make first. Make a make but... a citizen's arrest. <laughs> True. Sir, you're under arrest. For the stealing of this iPad, then you just call the police. I mean, that's that's the normal thing to do if someone stole something. I don't know. I would leave it to the store. Leave it to the cashier. She'll take care of it. I like a manager. You like to put the blame on someone else or the problem on someone else. I'm telling them though, I'm a leader. Yeah, but it's your situation. best friend. Like, <laughs> I was gonna say, like you call the you'd call the the cashier on Clark. The I mean, cops, you mean? The cops or the manager or whoever. I'm gonna call the cops on anyone. What? I mean, like, if they're just stealing something from a store? Yeah, you'd be like... How else would they get in trouble? Well, the manager would... Yeah, the employees. Okay, but they call the cops. Well, yeah, that's up to them, but it's not, like, my problem. Like, hey, I saw somebody... If my best friend stole an iPad and they, like, left Target with it, I would probably... I would either tell the cashier or call the cops. See, I I wouldn't call the cops. I would just tell the cashier. You'd call the cops on your best friend? If they're stealing, yeah. yeah. But if you call the cops, like, you got to give them, like, all your information. You got to stay on the line. You got to give descriptions. It's like, it's not worth my time. <laughs> you, I'm assuming you you probably still get in some kind of trouble or something if you were still with them. Not if you tell on them. <laughs> See, that's what I was saying. Like, if I was in the situation where if he was to get caught or something, like, I would also get in trouble. Then I'd be like, yo, we're, this, ain't, this ain't happening, you know. But, like... Because I've been in situations like that, not like, you know, stealing per se, but like something like illegal was happening. And then I was like, yo, like I will get in trouble even though I'm not doing anything wrong. So it's like, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to have this happen. But then like, if it's something where it's like, you know, he's just doing it and like, you know, if he falls, it's just him. Like, you know, like, yo, screw it. Like if I can't convince you, then it's on you. Like, I don't care. See, that's the thing. Like, I think just by telling the store manager like that brings the blame off of you. Like you're no longer like with that person, you know? Like, the cops, they wouldn't be like, oh, she's, like, an associate to robbery. Like, they wouldn't think that way because you're the one who turned them. Hey, like I said, I would I would try to convince them. 
I try. No, none of my friends are like I would never. If someone's breaking the law, like I mean, obviously not all. I don't know specific things. Like I wouldn't just be like, "Oh, I'm your best friend. I have to stay by your side." Yeah, I don't think it works like that for me, at least. Although I know there's a story we'll call that Muffy and Muffalita in middle school. They went to the mall, like that store Buckle, that's like really expensive. <laughs> yeah, that store. I've I know. never heard of that store. It's like really? a country store. I don't really of. Go kind of, to but the it's like mall though. Two hundred dollar jeans. It's crazy. But um, so I guess Muffy like started stealing clothes. So Muffalita did too. And mm. I I get when you're that young. But like, like how do you steal clothes like that? That's one thing I always wanted to know. They got caught. Like it's, how do you steal their clothes? Like you're you're either wearing them or they're like you know making this big old bulge in your shirt or something like that. They maybe had bags or something. I don't know. But yeah, they both stole clothes. And I get I get like when you're younger, it's easy to be influenced like by what your friends are doing. But like if you're a grown up, don't don't stand for that. If they're your friend, just be like, hey, you stupid. Like either put whatever you're stealing back or don't talk to me. Okay. <laughs> Interesting story. I actually stole something from Walmart one time Uh-oh. as a kid. <laughs> as a kid. Unintentionally. Me too. So, like, I remember, like, I was playing with this ruler. It was one of those cool rulers. You know the ones that used to be able to, like, fold? I saw Into, like, a million pieces or whatever? Whatever. But, like, yo, those were so cool. I used to love those. So, like, I asked my mom to buy me it. And then, like, you know, I was just playing with it the whole time. Like, even when I was at the register. So, like, they never actually took it out of my hand to pay for it. And I just walked out still playing with it. And then, like, months later, I thought to myself, wait, we didn't pay for this. So months later. <laughs> yeah, like literally months later it just hit me. I was like, wait, we didn't pay for this. That's funny. But yeah, so uh, you know, I'm a savage, I'm a criminal. I'm calling the cops right now. <laughs> Call them. I got a I got a warrant. <laughs> I remember when I was little, like my, I, my mom told me my cousin stole like baseball cards from Walmart mm-hmm. and it was this huge deal cuz my aunt got really upset, my mom got <laughs> upset and like for me being little, I was like I cannot believe he would steal. Like it was this huge deal to me. <laughs> oh my gosh, he stole some <laughs> what? MLB cards? I probably some major league baseball cards. But when you're little, I, like for me at least, I was like, my perception of stuff was different. Yeah. You know, like I was like, that's crazy. See, this is weird. But when I was little, I think it was also at Walmart. I was with my older sister, who's like five or six years older than me, and like she was always trying to be like really mean. And for some reason, we were walking by like I guess the men's department. And she grabbed, like, men's underwear and, like, put it in the cart with me so I would, like, hold it. <laughs> but I remember we walked out of the store with it. And then when I got home, I was like, oh, I just have this men's underwear. And I okay. Like, <laughs> it was very bizarre. <laughs> but I feel like I just, like, kept it okay. in my drawer forever because I was so ashamed that we, like, stole this men's underwear. And it was very... That is, <laughs> that is quite the story. So yes. when you check, did you buy anything else? I mean, my mom bought stuff, but I guess she didn't notice that I just had this. That's so weird that no one like noticed that it was with you. I know, and I don't know. And she just hid that forever. I was just like, a child with know. grown men's underwear in my drawer, and that probably looks sketchy. Yeah, it does. <laughs> That's but very sketchy, actually. That's yeah. very sketchy. I remember that just very vividly in my memory. That's kind of sad. That is. Your sister, like... Think about, like, if you're, like, your parents found that. I you know. know. you like, what is this? I was, like, traumatized, too. I was, like, ashamed of it. I was, like, I mean, I can't get rid of this. But I probably could have. Yeah, just throw it in the trash. <laughs> you, like, burn them. <laughs> just throw it in the trash. I probably would have been Just give anxious. it to your pops. I would have been anxious about that been, for, like, months. You get these? <laughs> like, we bought these for you. It was traumatizing. I remember this too well. Dang. Yeah. On that note, uh, I think we're done for today, guys. Yeah. Don't shoplift. Don't fight. Don't have no men's underwear. If you're uh, a El little Sabona. kid, you will be, you will be traumatized. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that wraps it up. I'm Kirsten. I'm Kelsey. And you know who it is. It's your boy, the one and only. All right. The unique, See you next the time. Fabulous. Peace. <laughs> All right, y'all. Peace.